Hello and welcome to Chalk the Line, our college football playoff edition. Uh, Derek, you're going to get our live reactions here today. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great, Dom. Uh, my nerves are probably not as much as yours right now because we're about to find out whether the Notre Dame Fighting Irish get a spot in the college football playoffs. Before we, uh, be, so, so the way I want to do this is I, I really want to hear what your side. So I want to start this out. I'm going to give you the floor for two minutes right now. I want you to tell me I am a playoff committee. I'm, I'm, I'm on the committee. Why do you deserve a shot? Why do you deserve that last spot over the Aggies? Yeah. So first off, uh, you know, 10 wins. I mean, that's that right there in itself is, you know, double digit wins. There's only what two other teams in the nation that can say that. And that's Alabama. Well, power five, Alabama and Clemson. that can say that, um, you know, beating UNC on the road. Now they're going to probably be right around the same ranking as Florida, as opposed to the Aggies doing it at home. Um, both teams, you know, got a shellacking once this year, you know, A&M looked dreadful against Alabama in the beginning of the year, just like we did last yesterday afternoon uh, against Clemson. Uh, we actually beat the number one team in the nation at the time, November 7th, albeit without Trevor Lawrence and uh, the middle linebacker. Um, but still, you know, the resume, I would say, speaks for itself. I do think that last night made the discussion much closer. And I think that the Aggies do have a gripe uh, to get into the top four spot. In my personal opinion, I don't think that gripe is with Notre Dame. I personally believe that gripe is with Ohio State. Yeah. So listen, I, it's, 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 listen, it's very close. I think, I think it is a coin flip at this point, but this is what I'll say is I think at the end of the day, both have one loss, both losses are bad, but one loss was in the second week of the season and one loss was yesterday, which is the, where your team is at currently at today's state of football. And so with me, it's a little bit tougher to get behind the fact that Notre Dame is going to get into a playoff spot to play the same teams that are beating them by 30 currently. Now I'm not saying that uh, now I'm not saying that A&M is going to come in and dominate, but we also know that Notre Dame at this point from what we've seen is also not going to be doing that. So to me, it's tough because they do have one loss each, but remember this was, and I think you have to take a little bit of this into consideration with the whole COVID aspect, right? So A&M lost in the first, in the second week of the season, no preseason, no warm-up games, no practice, no spring game, nothing, right? I mean, so these teams are coming in off of nothing and they're playing a whole season now. And so if you look at the body of work throughout the whole season and where they're at today, I think it's harder to say that Notre Dame gets in over A&M. Now, obviously, you have the political side of it, right? I mean, Notre Dame's the bigger draw. They're to make more money. And we all know how college football is, and that's that's that. But it is tough. Now, let me ask you this. In the last five years, the, the and, and all of the playoff teams that Notre Dame has, all of the years that Notre Dame has made the playoff, 
do you think this is the best Notre Dame team there that's been around going into the playoff? Yeah, if you're asking, would this Notre Dame team beat the Notre Dame team from two years ago? Yeah, yes. I, I do believe that. Um, I think that they're much more balanced now. And if you look at that team, and you know the the starters that they had on the offensive line are a lot of them are still here, and I think that that has a a, a lot to do with it. Um, you know, I'm not going to blame a was the final score 34 to 10 loss on losing their center, but I think that that definitely plays into it a bit because um, that's a, that's a huge position. It's a very under uh, underappreciated position on the uh, on the field. But yeah, to answer your question, I do believe this Notre Dame team would have beat that team from two years ago. Well, my my response to the whole center being out though would be to play devil's advocate would be, well, you guys beat them in overtime the first time and they were missing their best the bet arguably the best quarterback in the country and their top defensive player as well. So that's why I'm that's why I'm struggling a little bit with it is like, you know, you guys beat Clemson, Notre, you guys beat Clemson in overtime in a very close game. And so you guys won by six or seven points yeah. that time. And now you guys just lost by, was it yeah, 24? 24. 20, so tw- you guys lose by 24. So what that tells me, just based off of looking at the numbers, is Trevor Lawrence being in, you guys not having home field, and which you guys would not be obviously in the playoffs. And their top defensive line, uh, their top top defensive player coming back, that is a forty a thirty point difference. Like that, that's a lot. That is a lot to make an argument to say we deserve to be. We are a top four team in the country when getting yeah. beat by that. Because and and we've talked about this before. If you know, if I give you ten thousand dollars right now and say, hey, put your money down on a team, are you going Alabama or Clemson? Exactly. I'm going one of those two. I'm, I'm not going Texas A&M. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm no, no. But I'm saying, who of those two teams do you think are is a better team at this point in the at this point? If you had to put your money on something, what would it be? Who would it be? Just go quick answer. You know, honestly, the way Trevor Lawrence played yesterday and and what he's been showing the last couple of weeks, I would say it's probably sixty percent Alabama, forty percent Clemson. I think if they played right now, neutral right. field so, is probably a three-point spread. Right, and that's my point, though, right? So if Clemson did what they did to Notre Dame, that's why I'm finding it a hard that's, – uh, that's why I'm finding it hard to put Notre Dame in. If I truly believe that Alabama is that much – is that close, if not better at all, than Clemson, how can you say that Notre Dame deserves to do that? Because – let me ask you, like, if Notre Dame gets in that fourth spot and then they get beat by 30 by to Bama, aren't you sitting there saying, I know you're a Notre Dame fan, I get it, but aren't you sitting there saying, well, maybe they did, they really did mess this so, up? So let me ask you this. If, if it's coming down to, you know, there's two things. Who, who's the best team and who's the most deserving? So obviously, resume for resume, I would say that Notre Dame has the better resume over Texas A&M. I'll give you Can that. you definitively say that Texas A&M is the better team than Notre Dame? No, no. I mean, I'm not. No, listen, that's not. I'm not saying that they're the better team for sure. But even when you look at their resume, though, okay, that's where things get tricky. Is yes, they beat the number two ranked team in the nation, but yes, they also were missing 
Trevor Lawrence. And yes, they were missing there. You see what I'm saying? So it's, I get it. And listen, on the other end of it, A&M has not been beating teams that they should be beating by many points, right? Now, neither has Notre Dame when you have a 12 to seven win over Louisville. So I, it's so close. It is a toss up, but I'm, but listen, so there's been times where, you know, you have an Ohio state who's ranked fifth. They go on to win 59 nothing against Wisconsin and jump to fourth, right? And they take over the spot of TCU. If that can happen that way, where you're winning by a, you by when you win by a ton and you jump a team, to me, I would think that it also means that if you lose by a ton the same time, you could lose out on that spot. Because what we're all looking at and what, what we say all the time is where is, and this is one of the things that the college football playoff committee has narrowed, nailed down in the last few years is, where are you now? So if that is truly what they're looking at, that loss to Bama is not as bad when you're looking at everything as a whole as Notre Dame's loss to Clemson because of when it happened. And I know that, and listen, that is a very debatable topic, right? Does, you know, we both can agree that it's, it's, it's dumb that two teams with one loss oh, well, you lost early in the season, so you're now a better... T- like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, we all agree that that's kind of a, a not a, that great of an argument, but that's... I'm going in the minds of how they look at it. Um, so it's... I'll be okay either way. I just do genuinely believe that after having a showing like that, it's tough for me to sit there and give you a reason as to why I think Notre Dame deserves it over A&M. Because A&M hasn't lost since then. Yeah, and look at who A&M has played since then as well. I think that that has to play a big factor into it. Um, Their best win since that, I mean, obviously, they beat Florida at home. Good win. Um, Where they're going to end in the rankings, Florida, is going to be somewhere close to the UNC win for Notre Dame, honestly. Um, But, I mean, really, aside from that, you have Tennessee, Auburn, LSU, South Carolina, Arkansas, Mississippi State. I think one of those teams is over 500. Um, okay, so 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 let me ask you this then. So, you know, we're looking at resumes and teams you've played and beaten. So, which win is better here? An overtime win to Clemson without Trevor Lawrence and their top or a regular time win over a healthy Florida. I say Clemson. I say Clemson is deeper than Florida. It's tough because, and and this is where it actually goes against you guys, is that Clemson almost lost to Boston College without Trevor Lawrence the week before. You know, know, whether or not you like it, it's just that doesn't help Notre Dame's case because I think we'd all agree that if Notre Dame and Boston College went out, I think Notre Dame would win. Right, exactly. But that's my point is, Exactly. So that's why I think that doesn't help it either. Like it's, I'm finding a harder time. My problem is I'm, I'm having a harder time giving more reasons to why Notre Dame gets in than I have finding reasons to why A&M gets in. That's why I'm, it's, it's just a struggle for me. And, you know, obviously I'm playing devil's advocate to the point because you are a Notre Dame fan, but I'm, I, this is truly an unbiased thought. I just, 
I'm not saying that AM's a better team than Notre Dame. I'm not saying that if they played on a neutral site that AM would win. It's I'm just looking at given today, where we're at today, based off of what we saw yesterday in the course of the season. And if you guys just lost by seven points, yeah, we wouldn't even be but having I mean, this conversation. Based on what <laughs> like, you just said, that's kind of my point there. Like if you can't right now definitively say they play on neutral site and AM wins, then let's look at the resume as a whole. The, you know, if it was like, oh, the, these two teams on neutral field, clearly, you know, A&M or Notre Dame would win. Give that team the edge because right now that team's the better team. But I don't think that really too many people would say definitively Texas A&M would beat Notre Dame. No, and I think no, the spread right. would be very Absolutely. close. And because of that, I think that's why you have to defer to the resumes. And at that point, Notre Dame wins the resume. I mean, really, to be completely honest, what I want to know is Ohio State, why are they so just sitting pretty and, you know. Oh, dude, I, I, I agree. I absolutely agree. Because, and you know what really bothered me the most about all of this with Ohio State? Okay, so you have a 5-0 and Ohio State ranked yesterday was third? Fourth. I, fourth. They were ranked fourth. They ranked fourth. Okay, they're going up as against a seven and one, I, I believe, uh, Northwestern right? team. I think. Yeah, six and one. Okay, fine. Six and one Northwestern team. Now I get their loss was to Michigan State, but you ranked them fourteen. Northwestern was ranked fourteen yesterday. So here's what I don't understand: is had Northwestern beaten Ohio State, okay, and you're and 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 as the committee, you're telling me that Ohio State is the fourth best team. And they've only played five games up to that point. Doesn't Northwestern have a point to say, hey, we're, we only have one loss. And guess who we beat? The team that you guys all, all said how great they were. So doesn't Northwestern have a little bit of a case if they would have been, if they would have beaten Ohio State? I, it, I think that Texas A&M has a case against Ohio State. They do not have the resume. And they've kind of failed the eye test over the last couple of weeks. Like if they, if they don't have the resume, then they better just be crushing the eye test. And they, have they done that? No, no, they haven't looked good against the teams that they've played that are, that are good. Um, it's, it's so tough, man. I mean, I agree. Listen, if Ohio state doesn't play that championship game, which they shouldn't have, which just goes to show that as the Big Ten commissioner, you're, you know, you just, you royally screwed this up from the jump. And then you had to backtrack on everything you said because, well, you just didn't want, you had to make sure that your team got in. Um, and I think that's, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, the only thing that I'm hoping for is, because I think we can both assume, agree or disagree on whether we think they should be in there. We both know that it is definitely Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. And then the fourth is truly down to Notre Dame and A&M. So I think we both agree that, that, that those three teams are locked yep. in, right? Here's my thing. I, A, I hope Ohio State loses the uh, next 100%. game. 100%. And and decidedly by like by a good margin. Number two is I feel as though it would be a disservice to college football as a whole 
if Ohio State were to go in and win. Um, because I think that's the only team that really you look at that season, you're like, there, it's kind of that's a true, yeah, why well, play the games? Uh, right. I mean, you when you have a football team who has played 10, 11, 12 games and you're going up against a team who's only played six, you're talking about, I mean. You ask all of these players, it takes me four days after the after a football game to feel fully healthy. By week 12, 13, 14 of a football season, my body's deteriorating. It's done. Like if that's true, if what those if what the actual players themselves are saying are true, then what you're saying is that Ohio State has a clear-cut advantage by only playing six games. So it's just you can't do anything about it. Um, but this is, it's just, it's really tough. And we're actually doing this, uh, for those of you who don't know, we're doing this live while the playoff rankings are coming out. So when we have the information, we will be saying it as well. Um, so we're just holding Peter, and waiting. While we, uh, while we wait for this to come out, can I get a little bit, stay on topic with, with college football, but get a little bit uh, off on a tangent here. So <laughs> as you do so well. Go in ahead. my opinion, if Ohio State, is going to make the college football playoffs. And you're going to say, oh, you can't punish them because other teams couldn't play, COVID, this, that, and the third. You got to base judge based on what you can see. Does that not also mean that Trevor Lawrence should absolutely be the Heisman? Cannot be, you cannot judge him based on the COVID, but when he was out there, he was the best player in college football. Yeah, I mean... See, and this year is really complicated because... I think this is going to be one of the closest Heisman votes in a long time. We're going to, I, I think, so last year, Joe Burrow, my guy, uh, Joe Burrow had the highest number of first place votes, the largest margin of victory every, in Heisman history. And I think, and, and I think this year you're going to see, I mean, you can realistically make an argument for anybody because like your point, I agree with your point that, yeah, he could get it if he was, but I still don't like, I don't, if you look at Trevor Lawrence's season, he wasn't from like day one to now just throwing for five touchdowns a game, throwing through 50 every game. Like he, he didn't, he didn't have the numbers this year, even when he was on the field that he's had in the past. And I think that other players have had similar numbers per game. If you're looking, breaking it down statistically like that. <laughs> so, I just think that it, I think it's a toss up. I do think that he does, if he wins the Heisman, okay. Um, I'm not really bothered by it. But I think this year is a year where the idea that anybody but a quarterback cannot win a, win a Heisman is really up for debate because Devontae Smith has great reason to say, I at least deserve something. Najee Harris. Najee Harris is killing it this year. I mean, he's, I like, if you gave me a vote right now, it'd be Najee Harris based off of what I've seen. Kyle Trask is great, but you're also comparing yourself to a three loss that you're a three loss team, you know? Um, It's tough. Mac Jones is great. um, But I think that's more or less because of the players around him. And I think that the players around him elevate his game more than he elevates theirs. So yeah, it's really tough to, uh, to play a quarterback when they have a guy who you need to stack the box against and also someone who can just absolutely take the top off the defense. Um, 
so it's really kind of a, a pick your poison style, uh, you know, plan. I mean, realistically, the one person that I had, and and I don't think that their name is really at that point anymore. But even when they first started playing, but Justin Fields, I mean, we <laughs> he's played one game. He played Ohio State was one and zero, oh, and he had like a ninety five percent completion percentage, and um. And you have he's and it goes to Heisman watch and Heisman odds and he's like third. <laughs> I'm like these guys have played six games by now and he's has 300 yards passing and 90. Like give me a break. Yeah. That how does that make? I any thought sense? for a second there. I thought you were gonna go back to Zach Wilson. I was like, haven't you jumped off that train quite yet? No, I've jumped off the Zach Wilson <laughs> train. I just you know, I know. But I mean, listen. At the point at the time when I was on that train, I, he had a very good resume to say at least i mean if you're giving me a vote between zach wilson and justin fields i'm still giving it to zach wilson now agreed yeah <sighs> man college football makes it they make it so complicated <laughs> and I, you know I was, if, if i i truly i truly believe that there needs to be six yeah, playoff teams one and two exactly get a buy. If there was going to be a, a year where they should have introduced it it should have been this year where you know clemson alabama get the buy and then it would have been, you know, because you would have had a team like Cincinnati, who I right. who I think is the in. best team in the state. Um, well, I mean, you know who has a better resume than Cincinnati? Choo choo. <laughs> uh, losing that game uh, or not playing that game yesterday against the Raging Cajuns, that sunk their ship. Because if, if they would have beat uh, Louisiana, they'd definitely be in the playoffs. Who? Yeah. Uh, Coastal? No, they were supposed to play uh, Liberty, weren't they? I think they were supposed to play the Raging Cajuns yesterday. I think they beat. I, I, I believe that Coastal has already beaten. Um, they were supposed to play. Oh no, they were supposed to play uh, Raging Cajuns. But you're right. You're right. Uh, but they have already. They've already played a, earlier in the season. So let's uh, let's let's take a look at it from where we are right now. How fun would that 16 playoff format be? You would get a. Because you'd probably oh get Ohio God, State versus Cincinnati, and then you'd get this Notre Dame versus yes. Texas A&M debate settled on its own. That would right. be, oh, um, man, the ratings be through the roof. Who do I got to call to get this done? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who wouldn't be throwing on to see that? I mean, realistically. Yeah. Who, who are you taking, but, Ohio State or Cincinnati? They play a neutral field. I'll tell you what. I'd say any other year, it's a landslide easy to be like, okay, this is Ohio State. But with the way Ohio State has been playing – I just don't think they're as good as this year. I think this is truly a down year for Ohio State, relative relative to how they usually play. Uh, with that said, here we go. College football playoff. Alabama is number one as expected. Right Dom, are you nervous? <laughs> I'm not nervous. I'm okay with it. All right. Let's see what's going on next. This is this is this is gonna be extremely dramatic either way. Clemson holds the number two spot as expected as well. Number three has not been shown yet, but I'd expect it to be Ohio state. Um, let's see if they go to three or six. I think I'd be less surprised if Notre Dame was three than if Notre Dame was five. What if Notre Dame goes to six? <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, let's see. Get back to it. Here we go. What are they going to show next? Going to be next. They're probably going to show six okay. or th or three. Um, we are waiting here. 
very patiently, impatiently rather. Ohio State at three. Ohio State at I can't three. wait for Clemson just to roll them. As we expected. Yes, I can't wait. I'm excited to see Clemson. Um, I'm excited to see Clemson go up against Ohio State. And if you guys aren't seeing what I'm seeing, Dom is sweating profusely. He is, he's got towels <laughs> to his head. It is wild in here. He is so excited and nervous and upset. He's going to be really upset soon. I'd also like to point out that Dom has, Dom's TV has about a three second, is, is three seconds ahead of mine. So he knows before <laughs> I do. And it's I terrible. Quiet, <laughs> you know, no, listen, if Notre Dame is four, you have all the reason you can, hold you, my can go, you can celebrate all you want. No, you won't. <laughs> oh, they're taking a break. Oh, they're oh, killing okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Well, all right. So we know one, two, and three. Ohio State, Clemson. While So while we wait, um, let's – Ohio State, Clemson. What do you think here? What do you think the spread's going to be? I mean, I think Clemson's going to win that game easy, but what do you think? Yeah, I do. I think, I think, the, I think the spread will probably be – Maybe six or seven, probably a touchdown by Clemson. I think seven um, and a hook, probably. Yeah, probably. That wouldn't surprise me. I mean, honestly, though, if if they seriously came out and opened the line at like 10, I wouldn't be shocked by that. But if the line does open to 10, I think you're going to have way too much money on the other side, and it's going to pull it down. I really think that but, Clemson wins that game going away. Oh, so do I. I 100% do. I think Clemson is a better team. I think I think Clemson on both sides of the ball, when fully healthy, they I think that they have the ability to beat any team. Um, I think they have the ability to beat Bama. And the struggle with Bama is Bama's defense is not that yeah. great. I mean, they've been giving up points to almost every team. So that's going to be a little bit more difficult to figure out. But... Man, this is this is getting. Why do they do this all the time? They always they always just string us along here. Um, so, you know what is really upsetting is LSU's here not going to a bowl game this year. All right, let's see it. Which one's going to come out first is the question. Dom is still ahead of me. I'm going to hold fair. my my reaction for you. By a couple of seconds. Okay, this is this is perfect. I'll let you know when I see it because I'm gonna. I'll announce. I'll, I will announce the team when they come up. Let's see what's happening. Notre Dame is ranked fourth, and there you have it, which leads A and M to fifth, and I would imagine sixth. Well, sixth probably really throw Oklahoma at six. <laughs> they'll probably throw Oklahoma six. No, they probably yeah, no, will actually. They'll probably throw them over uh, Cincinnati. But ridiculous. But which. That's one of those that the the rank the sixth spot is one of those spots though where Cincinnati would be way really happy and Oklahoma could care less. Agreed. <laughs> like yeah. they could they just don't care. Um, I don't know why they're not showing five and six yet because we really don't care at this point. I think they got it right. I'm, I th- I think they got it right. What's the spread I, on that family game? Seventeen and a half. It could be I think more. So. It really, it could be more. Yeah, I I think that Notre Dame's offensive struggles 
is too prominent for Notre Dame to keep up in that game. I mean, if you had to tell, okay, so now that we know, okay, so it playoff is set Alabama, Notre Dame, and then we have Clemson, Ohio State, Dom, Alabama, Notre Dame. I know you're a Notre Dame fan. I know that that's your team. It, what? Give me a score prediction right off the bat before even 50, thinking about it. Just a 52 quick, to 34. I think Notre, yeah, Dame. Notre Dame, obviously. Um, no, and, and, <laughs> and this is going to sound like a homer, but I truly think the matchup for Notre Dame against Bama is better than the matchup for them against Clemson. Um, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I think so too. But but that, 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 that's that, not me saying that I think Clemson is better than Alabama. I think that those teams are one, two, right. any given day, they really could beat each other. Um, but I, I think the matchup is better just being that Alabama's defense has been, you know, they've been laying up points. So it's, if you can get a team out there that can somehow stop their, their offense, which I'm not sure any team in the nation can, I like that matchup better. Right. And, you know, another thing to think about too is how did the committee look at the difference between Alabama and Clemson and the rest of the field, right? So if Alabama and Clemson, if they just look at Alabama and Clemson as just that good, then that does support your argument a little bit more, which is that anybody that Clemson and Alabama play are all going to get absolutely rocketed. So therefore, throw those games away, which I don't agree with, but I that could be one of the reasons that they come out and say. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the Alabama-Notre Dame game, to get back to that, if I'm being honest, I really, I could see like a 49 to... 17 I game. I really I don't could. see Alabama's defense being able to completely hold down Notre Dame's offense. I also do not see Notre Dame's defense being able to hold down Alabama's offense. Um, which game do you think is going to be closer? One and four, two and three. Two and I think three. think so. I, I really yeah, do. Yeah, I really do. I, I, do, I, run. I, I really do feel... You know, and and one of the things that we really don't we've talked about on our show is that we don't like to look at history. We don't like to, you know, when we looked at spreads and say, well, this team has covered for six out of the last eight times, which it spanned over the last fifteen years. Which to me, you throw that out. So that's where I'm born. But with that said, I think that you have to look at the the tendencies of Notre Dame against top teams, and it just has never been good. Notre Dame has proven time and time again, whether you like it or not, that they cannot and will not keep up with the top teams. They lost 30 to three against Clemson in the semifinal. They lost 42 to 14 against Bama in the championship. They were, they lost thir- What was the score last night? 34 yeah. to 10. Yeah, was 10. it? And that, and that, and if you really look at that game, that's a 34 to three game until three minutes left. So you had a, just a garbage time touchdown. And then they lost 44 to 28 to Ohio state in another big game. So Notre Dame has just, Notre Dame has just proven that they just don't have, I don't know if it's coaching staff, if it's the recruits, I don't know what it is. And sorry to say this, but Ian book out of those four quarterbacks starting is not only the worst quarterback out of the four, but is probably by far a landslide I'm not putting those three quarterbacks up there 
and dropping Ian Book way down there. Oh, agree. Yeah. I just don't. I think you know. So I think that also goes into it. So I think I, I think Ohio State has enough player personnel to at least make it a game. And I don't think Notre Where do you Dame think the does. final score of that game is? So I think it'll be a close game in the first quarter and a half. And then I think Clemson just kind of starts to settle in and, and, and go off. But I think it'll be a little bit high scoring. I could see – I'm going to go with 38-24. to 38-24 Clemson. And what I say, 49-17 yeah. uh, Bama. And that's what I truly think. Um, so we'll see. But hey, you got what you wanted. Notre Dame is in. And as we predicted, Oklahoma did jump up to six, which just goes to show you, if you're a non-Power 5 conference, stop playing football. <laughs> yeah, no, no need to play anymore. Because <laughs> no matter what you do, you win all your games. And another team, uh, who'd they lose to in the beginning of the year? Um, who? Oklahoma. They were 28 They lost to is the Iowa State and Kansas, Kansas State, State yeah, I believe. 28-point favorite to, to Kansas State, and you lose that game. Um how do you feel as a coach coming in like the first day of practice to uh, a team like uh, Cincinnati or Coastal? Okay, guys, we're going to have a great year this year. I expect us to dominate, destroy every last team we play, and finish dead last. How do you guys think about that? <laughs> Can we get motivated? Can we get behind it? <laughs> so um, I do think that it's – and I think something needs to be changed, and I don't know how you do that, but – you know, obviously you can't say that they're a better team than some of these teams that have one loss or two losses, but something has to be changed. I think about that, but so with that said, I think it's about time to wrap it up and, uh, let Dom go pour a glass of champagne out and, uh, and, and toast to his, his fourth place. I actually did have Kelly buy some champagne yesterday, so I'll be able to have a <laughs> there nice, you go. Uh, nice sip of that. And, uh, Hopefully, the the Chiefs play the the Saints. Hopefully, they lose. My Packers get first seed. There you go. All right, guys. Thank you for this weekend's special of the college football playoff selection. You guys enjoy Chocolate. So we took turns staring out the window.